Welcome to this week's Virtual Drasha. This week we have the incredible privilege to read Parshas Kiseitse. Parshas Kiseitse continues along the halachos concerning the Jewish army, the Jewish soldier going out to war. And in fact, the beginning of Parshas Kiseitse contains what is a truly enigmatic concept, the idea of the Efas Toar, the war bride. And the Torah says, When you go out to war against your enemies, Hashem will deliver your enemies into your hands. You will take captives. And the Torah then relates that if you find amongst those captives a beautiful, attractive woman whom you desire to take as your wife, there's a process. And the Torah outlines the process through which the Jewish soldier ultimately is able to marry this beautiful captive. In the beginning of this section, Rashi makes an interesting statement. Rashi says, When you go out to war, what type of war are we talking about? Rashi writes, The Torah is talking about an optional war. Now in Jewish warfare, there are two different types of wars. There's what's called the Melchemes Mitzvah, an obligatory war, a mitzvah war, and a Melchemes Rishos, or an optional war. A Melchemes Mitzvah is a mitzvah, is a war that is mandated, that is required by HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The war against Amalek is a Melchemes Mitzvah. The war to conquer the land of Israel, the war against the seven nations, who living in Eretz Canaan, living in Eretz Yisrael, that was a Melchemes Mitzvah. But then of course you have other types of wars. You have optional wars, for example, David HaMelech, King David, waged many battles in order to expand the territorial reach of the Jewish kingdom. Those were Melchemes Rishos, those were optional wars. So Rashi points out over here, it just happens to be the context, the Torah over here is describing not a Melchemes Mitzvah, not an obligatory war, not a Mitzvah war, but rather a Melchemes Rishos, an optional war. And the Lubavitcher Rebbe says something absolutely beautiful. See, the Rebbe picks up on a motif that is prevalent in Hasidic literature, which is that this phrase, when you will go out to battle against your enemy. And in Hasidus it's understood, who is the greatest enemy? The enemy that I face each and every day, the enemy that I must stare down each and every moment, is the Sahara, is the evil inclination. What's the evil inclination? We've spoken about this many times in the past. You know, the evil inclination, Yitzhahara, is not a little guy in a red suit with, you know, pitchfork and horns who whispers into my ear. The Yitzhahara refers to the internal pushes and pulls we each possess. It refers to the self-sabotaging mechanisms in which HaKadosh Baruch Hu implanted within us. These represent the desires, the lusts, the vices, the wants that each of us must combat in our own ways. And so in Chassidus it's understood that the Pasiki is not just simply telling us about when you go out to an actual war, when you go out to an actual battle, but when you go out to war against you your enemy and who is the enemy of the Eight Sahara? Because each and every day I have to do battle. Each and every day I am bombarded by wants, by lusts, and by desires, and I have to make a decision. Do I give in? Do I cave? Do I fall prey to that Yet Sahara? Or do I fight? Do I roll up my sleeves and wage the battle? And the truth is, like any war, sometimes you win and sometimes you lose. And sometimes I recognize that there are days in which I lose the battles. There are weeks in which I lose, there are years in which I lose the battles. But it's one thing that's important to remember, 
Just because you lose battles doesn't mean you have lost the war. The Rebbe writes, this Pasuk is a metaphor. It's a metaphor not just to a battle, not just to a war, but to the war. The war against the Yetzir Hara. And it's so important for us, firstly, to acknowledge that this is a battle. You know, sometimes we think that if we have to combat internal wants or desires or lusts, or sometimes we feel ourselves yearning or pining for things that we know that are inappropriate, we kind of look at that as a personalistic failure, but it's not true. It's not true. That's why HaKadosh Baruch Hu created us. You know, there are some people who don't have these battles. It's true. There are some people who have reached some level of personalistic refinement where they've subdued their Yitzhahara to the point that the Yitzhahara is sitting there cowering in a corner because it is so scared of the good that they have amassed. But most of us are not like that. Most of us face the battle, the Milchama of the Yitzhahara each and every day. And there's nothing wrong with me if I have those struggles. There's nothing wrong with me if there are things that I yearn for, that I lust for, that are just inappropriate. There's nothing wrong with having those desires. But the true test of my spiritual metal is what do I do with them? Do I succumb? Do I give in? Do I yield? Or am I willing to fight? Am I willing to engage in the battle? Recognizing, like I said before, sometimes I'll win and sometimes I'll lose, and maybe I'll lose many times. But do I keep on fighting? Do I keep on getting up? Do I keep on saying, no, kisitsi, kisitsi, kisitsi. I am going out to wage the battle against the Oyev. I am going out to wage the battle against the enemy, against the Yitzhahara, against my internal pushes and pulls and wants and desires, against those self-sabotaging mechanisms. That's the test of the spirit, true spiritual metal of the Jew. But the Rebbe goes on. Lubav Chabbat says something absolutely amazing. He says, let's look at these words of Rashi. Rashi says, what kind of war are we talking about? Bimilchemes Rishos Hakasav Medaber. Milchemes Rishos, an optional war means you can go to war or you could not go to war. And the Rebbe here says something absolutely amazing. Explains the Lubavitcher Rebbe. That sometimes when I look at my Yetzir Hara, Sometimes when I look at my negative inclinations, I'm not going to call it evil inclinations, negative inclinations, negative proclivities, negative dispositions, negative midos, destructive behaviors, look at all these terrible things. That, that, that they're terrible because they prevent me from becoming the best version of me. So often we assume that the only way to deal with that oyev, like the Torah says, with the enemy, with the Yitzhahara, is kisetzi lemochama. You have to go to war. Yeah, you have to go to war. Full frontal confrontation. You just got to confront. You got to deal. You got you to meet the challenge head on. But the Rebbe says, sometimes my Yitzhahara is too strong. And sometimes I'm not in a place where I'm capable of doing battle for a variety of different reasons. You know, some of us have been doing battle for years and we're battle weary and tired. I'm tired of the constant struggle. I'm tired of the constant fight. And maybe I'm even tired of constantly losing over and over and over again. Or maybe just there's other stuff going on in my life that I don't have the bandwidth, I don't have the spiritual bandwidth to go to war. The Rebbe says it's okay. 
You see, sometimes in life, when you can't do direct battle with the Yitzhahara, sometimes when you can't live, there's another strategy. And the other strategy is fill yourself with so much good. Fill your life with so much meaning. Infuse yourself with Torah, with tefillah, with chesed, with mitzvos, with tzedakah, that you don't allow the Yitzhahara to exist in that sphere. You see, the Rebbe explains, the Yitzhahara is like a candle. Right? The candle only burns if it has oxygen. So what happens? We all know. You take the candle, you put a glass on top of it, after all, and the oxygen goes ahead and dissipates. When there's no more oxygen, the candle can't burn. The candle extinguishes. So the Rebbe says, sometimes that's how a person has to deal with Ra, with the negativity inside of themselves as well. Sometimes what I just have to do is create such an internal, personalistic atmosphere of good that by definition the Yitzhahara finds no place to reside in me. If I fill my neshama with so much holiness, and if I fill my life with so much good, and I fill my day with so much meaning, and I fill my existence with so much purpose, there's no room for the Oyev. There's no room for the Yitzhahara. There's no oxygen for that flame of negativity to grow or to increase. Says the Rebbe, there are two strategies for going ahead and dealing with the Yitzhahara. It's true. There's Kisei Tzele And I think one can make the argument that perhaps the best way to deal with the Yitzhahara of life, the best way to deal with your personal Yitzhahara is frontal confrontation. At some point in time, you have to confront your demons. But sometimes I'm just not ready. Or sometimes I feel I'm just not able. And the Rebbe says, that's okay. It's an optional war. You have to wage it at some point in time, but you don't have to wage it now if you don't feel you're ready. But if I don't wage the war, doesn't the Oyev, doesn't the Sahara, doesn't the enemy overtake all of my land, overtake all of my territory, overtake my Neshama? No, there's another option. The other option is if you can't directly combat the good, the bad, excuse me, then suffocate it out. Fill yourself, fill your life, fill your heart, fill your soul, fill your existence with so much good that the flame of the Yitzhahara is deprived of the oxygen it needs to survive and is just automatically extinguished. Two approaches to combating the Oyev. Dear friends, it's Chodesh Avul. And it's hard to really imagine because it's still, it's still the summer, Baruch Hashem, but in just a couple of weeks from now, we're going to stand before HaKadosh Baruch we're going to ask for another year of life. And while we ask for another year of life, we have to give an accounting for how we spent the last one. And if you're like me, there's still a lot of unfinished business. And if you're like me, the Oyev, the Yitzhahara, unfortunately has made some significant gains over the past year. A lot of good things have happened also. But the Oyev is still there. The Yitzhahara is still there. And the inner demons that I've been struggling with for so long that I was so positive this would be the year I would vanquish them, I haven't yet done it. The year's not over yet. I haven't yet vanquished them. The Lubavitch Rebbe Zechitzad teaches us that one way or another, you have to deal with your Yetzirah. You have to deal with the internal self-sabotaging mechanisms. You have a choice. If you feel confident and strong enough to go out to battle, go. Confront, frontal confrontation. Kisetse le melchama 
But if you don't feel ready to do that for whatever the reason you have, remember the words of Rashi. Okay, it doesn't have to be a direct milchama. It doesn't have to be a direct milchama. If you go ahead and you infuse enough good inside of yourself as well, fill yourself with good, fill yourself with tov, fill yourself with meaning, that's also a way to combat the Yitzhara. Not directly. It's not frontal confrontation, not frontal engagement. But at the same time, does the trick, does the job. Deprives the Yitzhara of the oxygen. Deprives the Yitzhara of the koach, of the space. To be able to make any real gains in your life and in your neshama. Fill your life with good. Fill your life with meaning and purpose. Fill your day with Torah, with tefillah, with mitzvahs, with chesed and prevent the Oyev from occupying your territory. Wishing everyone a good Narev Shabbos and a beautiful Shabbos Kodesh.